This is a Capricorn FM podcast. Let's talk about today the global commemoration of World AIDS Day. But let's look at the province here in Limpopo. We speak to the MEC of the Department of Health, Dr. Popiro Matuba. MEC, good evening. Welcome. Uh, evening, Kumula, and evening to all your listeners, and thank you for inviting us. Good evening, and I've seen that you've already said that people should know their HIV statuses, and um, those who are positive should stay on the ARVs. Talk to us in the beginning about this day commemoration and where we are around it. Yes, I think we we should indicate that as a province, we have been doing uh, fairly well in terms of fighting the HIV and, and AIDS. Uh, because in terms of uh, the 1990 target, uh, while we, were, we, we still had not yet registered um, a district that has achieved all the, the 390s, uh, in the past financial year, prior to the, the, the covid we we had registered uh, the, the the first ninety. Maybe let me remind the listeners uh, what is this ninety ninety about. Mm. We are saying the first ninety. It's saying ninety percent of the people who living with HIV must know the status uh, that they are HIV positive. Mm. And as, as and out of that ninety percent uh, that knows their status. Ninety percent of those that know their status must have been on ARVs. Mm-hmm. Therefore, the last ninety means that ninety percent that is on ARVs. It means ninety percent of them must have their viral load suppressed. Why do we want to do that? Because we know for you not to complicate and die of AIDS complications, your viral load must be suppressed. When it's suppressed. You, 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 the chances of you to get uh, all these opportunistic infections that then complicate and lead to death will not happen because you will be healthy, your viral load will be suppressed, your CD4 cell count will be high, and meaning your immune system will be strong, you will be able to live longer. And like you are saying, how we achieve that is through ARV. That's why we're saying everybody has no status. And everybody must be on an ARV, mm. and everybody must have their parallel suppressed. So, so coming to your answer, yeah, your question that, in terms of the number one a, a vara, the, the one for people knowing their status, mm. we had already achieved that ninety percent of the province, and and I'm glad that even post COVID, now uh, during the COVID, uh, we still are uh, have achieved that that in one ninety, the first ninety percent. The second 90%, unfortunately, due to COVID-19, most people were not responding or coming to the facility to collect ARVs. Mm-hmm. And there are many reasons that people, from our side as a department, the reasons that we can give to say, when the whole issue of COVID started, Many people were scared because if I'm post-HIV positive, it means I'm those people categorized with comorbidity, meaning if I get infected with COVID-19, my immune system is not strong, I will die. So the, those patients, like diabetes and hypertensive, did not come to collect their medication. And that resulted in us regressing in the uh, second 90. Now, 
we 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 are saying we of course we've developed to be able to catch up a plan a catch up plan on how to deal with that now the other reasons that are being used but i don't think they apply in our province uh, where they're saying some facilities were closed uh, patients were not were not uh, allowed we were using even other alternatives like the ccmdt but the the most important thing here was that the information was not clear that especially those on chronic medication must make sure they bring their medication during the, the COVID-19. The third 90, also we have been able to regress because these are people who are already on ARDs. The, the reason being, they do not come for blood testing so that we can check where are they in terms of the viral load suppression. The reason being the same, people were under, under lockdown for level five. But we have also, even on this one, develop a catch-up plan. So that we've done, I think yeah. we'll be able to address those. Okay, so like you're saying, there's been challenges during the lockdown because of some have regressed. But there was a time, of course, there was a, a targeted and focused campaign on certain sectors or parts of the community that would be perhaps on young women, on the youth and things like that. When you look at that, what is the situation like now? Including that, if, if you remember very well, Gamla, the, the whole of last year, we spent uh, the year, even beginning January, I think, and February. We stopped in February. We have been moving around the the, the, the institutions of higher learning. We have been to all our universities, all our Tibet colleges, wherein we were targeting the the young people. And, and through our She Conquers campaign, mm. we, we focused on getting especially the, 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 the girl child. When they come in their first year at the institution of violence, you're no longer with your parents. Some of them become victims, uh, victims of they don't have accommodation. You're coming to the University of the North. You're coming from a deep rural area, village. You've never been away out of your parents. When you get to the university, you're told there's no accommodation. Now you'll find that the senior students, who are male senior students, take advantage of those girls and then sleep with them. Those who tested positive will give you such stories. The second story that we will get when we were discussing every conversation with these uh, students would be, I did not have money to, to register. Mm. I did not have money to pay my fees. I had to, to, to sleep at night when I knock off uh, from classes. I had to change and, and be on the street and sell my body in order to find, get money to pay my fees. Unfortunately, in the process, I end up infect, getting infected. Mm. So those were some of the reasons why you find that when we look at the rate of new infections, you have more girls, the more girl child, getting more infected than the, the boy child and and, and adults. And, and in the event, even the minister today uh, was also raising the very same issue. So in our province, we had developed that particular strategy where we have been moving around, working with the student uh, movement uh, from all, all, all political uh, parties, working with um, the, 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 the FRC of all different institutions of violence, and also working with the basic education mm. to target our it's, it's high school high school learners. You will understand that also that part regressed 
because this year, due mm. uh, to COVID, basic education was more worried about getting sanitizers and getting learners so that we can be able to write our find themselves writing exams now. But we are working together with the Department of Basic Education, Social Development, Sports and Culture, as a social cluster in the province. We've got programs that will be able to uh, cover up on the the ground that we have lost so that we get yeah. all, the, and all the girl child uh, to be uh, tested and also to know about HIV and AIDS issues. And speaking at this time, MEC, where it's the time we're looking at the 16 days of activism, how does it relate the issues around HIV AIDS, the issues around gender-based violence? How do you look at it as a department? That, that, that's what, if, if you, you remember last week when we, we have uh, our our 16 days mm. uh, focusing in a two-to-zero center, mm. well, that's where it, 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 it happened. I must indicate because um, you can't separate issues of HIV and AIDS from uh, issues of uh, 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 rape and, and gender-based violence. Mm. Uh, because chances of, of let, let me give an example and say, if you are HIV positive and I'm HIV negative, if you sleep with me in, an, in a consensual uh, sexual uh, engagement, chances of you to infect me if you are taking your ARBs and all that, in a very as are, are slim. I'm not saying people must economize, but it reduces chances because there's not been violence involved. Mm. But I can tell you, any woman that has been raped, because there's been forceful penetration, there's been violence, there's been bruises, abrasions, there's been blood involved, the, the, the chances you have 99.9% chance of being contacting that virus if your your rapist is HIV positive. So mm. that is why all our rape victims, we put them on that 28-day package of post-exposure prophylaxis. They've mm. got to take those ARDs yeah. that will prevent them from getting infected. So they will get them in our Tukizela center. That's where you're going to get the police there, social work, psychologists, the forensic nurse, forensic mm. doctor. They will give you those ARVs and you will be able to be protected from getting the virus. All right. Thank you very much, MEC. Good evening to you. Thank you. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.